morning. Good morning, Bishop. Been a while, huh?
It asks us to live for God, not for earthly power and wealth. This gospel invites us to put aside our self-will and to live more fully for others. It asks us to put death, put to death our worldly pride and vanity, and to imitate this self-emptying, this kenosis of Jesus, the self-emptying, the poverty of Christ. In fact, it asks us to lay down our very lives for our brothers and sisters. And most challenging of all, I think, is, is it asks us to love our enemies. Now, are we willing to allow this fresh gospel to stretch us, where our lives are more conformed to what I just mentioned? You know, Saint, um, if, and if we are, you know, this new way of life, or this new wine, it requires a new mind and new structures that brought new freedom of heart and mind and spirit. You know, Saint Cyril of Alexandria said this, those who live according to the old way cannot live by the structures of Christ. The Lord shows this by saying that a tattered patch cannot be put on a new garment, nor old wineskins hold new wine. He said, those who adhere to the old way have no share in the new order of things in Christ. In Him, all things become new. And so the world, even at that time, thousand years ago was weary of the old ways of pride and tyranny, of arrogance and domination, of self-importance and oppression, and has even more reason to be tired of them now. But the fact that the gospel still appears new and revolutionary and still challenges all of us gives evidence to us to ask the question, how far have we really moved in the sense where Jesus wants to take us? gospel will always be, should always be new to us. It should always be new to us. The gospel should always be new to us. New opportunities always await us. Jesus invites all of us into a deeper relationship with him in a new way, in a deeper way, and perhaps in a more defining way than what we're living in right now. And if we look at our relationship with the Lord and wonder if it's growing each day, each month, each year, then perhaps it's because we have wanted to continue to live in our old wineskins. Jesus wants us to drink the new wine, something fresh, something new. Change was hard for the scribes and Pharisees. They would have to give up power. It's hard for us to. It's hard for us to give up our old ways. And the question might be, why do we allow new ideas to intimidate us? Is it because we feel more comfortable and more secure with the old and the familiar? Is it because we feel a loss of security? And it threatens us? Now Jesus never gave any credence to any sort of security. And perhaps we shouldn't either. That's the new gospel. I think the leadership of the church at this time and in her history must also look at itself the same way. It seems like we've been putting old wine into new wineskins. The leadership makes us take a deep and good look at this whole abuse crisis. 
determined more than ever to change the ways, the way things are done on many levels. New wine must be placed in new wineskins if the kingdom is going to be made manifest. Friends, true freedom comes from our surrender, the surrender of our lives to the Holy Spirit. Jesus, he doesn't want us to hold on to our rigidity. <coughs> rigidity to the past or be resistant to the new work of his Holy Spirit. He wants our minds and hearts to be like the new wineskins, open and ready to receive the new wine of the Holy Spirit. We approach this table today. Let us deeply pray for that grace.